You are now listening to The Open Canvas. Open Canvas, this is Taj Alexander. I'm here with a very special guest. I'm pretty sure he remembers this, but um, I remember we connected at an AP Cafe at one of the Open Canvas at AP events. Um, and apart from that, you know, I think you know, your work speaks for itself. Um, super, super accomplished um, in just a very short amount of time or seemingly short amount of time. Um, you've probably been at this longer than most people know. Um, and I just see, you know, just progression. I see you always getting better. I see you always challenging yourself and challenging your audience, challenging the people who are fans of your work and question what they accept. Um, so, man, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of things we can get into. Um, but just uh, first and foremost, I want to say thank you, man. Thank you for being on the podcast. And without any further ado, please introduce yourself. Well, first off, you are more than welcome. You are more than welcome, my man. Thank you. Thank you. Well, my name's Aleem, but I go by Ali. From Daytona Beach, Florida. Now I'm out here in New York doing my thing. You know, you're one of those people that I, I've seen. You're doing your own thing, um, but you also take the time to support those around you who you respect and appreciate. Um, and I have a you know a few other friends who are, who are also designers who, who have actually put me on to some of your work um, prior to me even meeting, connecting with you. Um, so, you know, for you to sort of even like pull up to, to one of the events that I was doing and support and just show love and appreciate that moment. Um, I, you know, I really, you know, th I'm thankful for that, man, because you didn't really even know me yet. You right, know, right, so that, right, was, that right. was that was respect and love, man. Well, you know, I just want to support anybody that's out here, you know, trying to bring all creatives together because that's like something that I represent as well. You know, like, oh, but I seen what you was doing, like you was bringing all the creatives under one building. And I felt like I should really be a part of that. Mm -hmm. And you know, I met I met a lot of people at your event and linked up with people there as well. But besides you and anybody else that I run into that try to throw events, you know, I always try to support because if you support, you'll definitely want other people to support support you as well. So um, yeah, that's pretty much it with that. Yeah, man, and and I can even just tell, um, you know, just even from the moment that we connected at the event. Um, even that night and moving forward from that, it's just great to see what a lot of our friends are doing now. Um, I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself, but even some of your, you know, runway and presentation work, um, really like pushing boundaries, man. I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's good to see people having fun with what they're doing, you know, and I, and I feel like you're one of those people who are at the forefront of that, man. Well, I'm all about pushing boundaries. You know, I'm all about making statements. I'm all about uh, eccentric vibes. I just like to, you know, like you said, push the boundaries of the norm. Yeah, I just want to have like a memorable, a memorable time in what I do. Like, I want people to always remember. Like, I don't, I don't like shit to be boring mm. in a way. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Man. So that's kind of like even when I first started my brand, I came into it like all my pictures, all my videos. Like, I wanted to be like conceptual in a way that it's just a creative, just creatively for me. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what I love doing. You know. Yeah. I, I use vibrant and bright colors in what I do. Um, and my last season, like my last show, season two, I felt like that might have been like one of the best shows out here. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, yeah. man. Definitely. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll oh, all right. Definitely, all right, definitely, man. Um, but first of all, for those who don't know, you, you said you're from Florida, right? Yeah, I'm from Florida. Daytona Beach 386. What's up? Okay. So explain Daytona. I've actually been to Daytona once in my life, um, but it was so long ago. I was like, 15 or 16 years old. So can you like tell people like what it was like for you growing up in Daytona? Daytona Beach, Daytona Beach, man. Um, 
I can tell you it's, it's nothing like New York. Mm-hmm. I can tell you from that aspect. Um, it's just a small town, really. A small town. You got the beach. You got the mall. And you got a few clubs around. Mm-hmm. And that was just pretty much the main like circle that would do. You either at the beach, the mall, at a party or something. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, growing up in Daytona, it was just... It wasn't too much about the whole fashion like it is here in New York. You know what I'm saying? Like a uniform in Florida might just be a tank top and some shorts and flip flops and you out the door. You know what I'm saying? Like, but when I'm here in New York, you know, you always want to get fresh and throw on a fit. You know what I'm saying? You come in the city, you want to be fly. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be back home like in Florida in another a few more weeks. And it's like I could just calm things down and just, you know, just kind of not worry about always. I don't know. I feel like here in New York, I. You try to get fly a lot. Always have like want to impress in a way. Even even though even if you're thrifting, you don't really care what you're really buying. And you know you just on some you know ruggedy type shit. But you still be trying to get fly and shit. So when I get back home, it's just like let me just throw on a tank top and some shorts, and I'm just gonna be cooling. And um, that's pretty much the vibe in Daytona for me. Yeah. And for you growing up there, would you like were you in fashion like as a kid, or were you just like growing up? Playing sports. Um, well, I always been in fashion. I always been in fashion. I was always one of the freshest guys in um, middle school, elementary school, high school. I was always just one of those guys that people looked up to when it came to the fashion thing. Were, were there certain colors you were drawn to as a kid? I that always did that. On to? Colors, <laughs> customization, all that. Like, like what? If you could like explain a fit from back in the day, what was back it in the like? day? Back in the day. All right. So we used to have these dicky suits. Mm. Um, I don't know if you remember them, but. Mm. Of course, of course. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. We used to have the dicky suits, but I felt like I was one of like one of the first people to get an airbrush. Like I, mm-hmm. I get an airbrushed all over, have my name on it, mm-hmm. have like these basketball designs and all that. I get back to school and like, oh, you got, you got a shit airbrush. <laughs> next thing you know, everybody had the same fit on the next week, but right. we're not. You know what I'm saying? But right. yeah, I always been in the fashion and sports, mm-hmm. so it's just like a mixture. Yeah, it was a mixture of both, especially um, basketball is my main sport. I'm pretty nice and bald too. Yeah, but that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> I don't know. That's a whole nother nah, topic. That's uh, actually worth talking about, man. Because oh, I, because right. I feel like you know, for me, I grew up playing ball all my life as well. Okay. And I think it's actually kind of surprising for some people who who knew me like in high school or early college years. You know, knew me as like a, a basketball player. Okay. Um, and like strictly for that, and and sometimes even growing up, you're almost almost conditioned to think you're only supposed to be that one thing. Right. Right. You know, right, and I right. think for me now, even while I was in college, even. Uh, like sort of people you know almost seeing me in, in a different light and sort of like see me tap into what like creativity and what that means for me exactly um, and yeah man so I feel like for you that's like a great example for someone who sort of like you know has so many ideas and concepts that you're getting out visually um, it's always good to let people know that you still got like a crossover you know I feel yeah, like it's, yeah, it's important definitely. to have that balance you know definitely, like, definitely. you know so like you know for me as well I, I play ball still and, and for me it's like it's a part of me mm. um, I don't have to deny it just to say that I'm a creative or vice versa. You don't have to deny, you know, being a ball player just because, you exactly. know. Exactly. That's you the like label. Art, that, yeah, know? it's kind of yeah. like the labeling thing too. Like, you yeah. know, I just tell people don't label yourself. You know, don't label yourself under one thing. Mm-hmm. Don't label yourself under one light because you can always switch into anything that you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm an athlete. I'm an artist of designing. I'm an artist of anything I want to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um... But back to the ball thing and the whole fashion thing mixing yeah, together. Yeah. So um, the ball took me 
to Maryland after high school. I played ball in Maryland um, for about two years before I got to New York. Um, shout out to the whole DMV though, man. The DMV was cool. I, that was like a great experience for me. Yeah. I, j I just knew after high school, I wanted to leave Florida. I didn't know where I was going, but yeah. I just wanted to leave. So I ended up in Maryland. But it's not like New York. I love New York. I love New York in this fashion, you know. Just New York just has that, um, just like that rebellious, just I don't care state of mind, and you know what I'm saying? And get fly at the same time. Mm -hmm. So here was like the only spot that I seen that at. And I've been in quite a few places. Florida, Georgia, Maryland, Philly. I've been quite a few places. But nowhere is like New York, man. Yeah. New York is my home now, but I'm forever a Florida boy and forever will be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. Well, one of the other ways that I got here was from my fam. Like, even though I was living in Florida, I always came to New York every summer. Mm. And I was basically to play ball, too. Like, I was playing ball every summer. Um, Were you playing in any leagues? Oh, yeah, yeah. Leagues up. Um, um, I can't really think of the name of the leagues, but just like... What boroughs were you in? Staten Island. Mm, I was in Staten Island playing at a league. Yeah. Um, was it like... Because I played in those like summer outdoor leagues. I used to do like the West 4th. I did that um, a summer. But yeah, my fam is my fam is in Staten Island. That's why I'm in Staten Island now. Mm. And um, it's crazy because I know when people hear Staten Island, they just automatically just give it that. Oh, you're in Staten Island. <laughs> Staten Island's whack, dude. <laughs> so I just have to, you know, correct them real quick. Like I live in Staten Island, but you know, I'm from Florida. Yeah. Just let's let, just make yeah, that clear yeah, first. You know what straight. I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? So like don't don't mix it up. Yeah. But I still rep Staten Island to you know. Uh, you know what I'm saying a little you bit. You can appreciate it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I still mess with Staten Island. You know, <laughs> definitely. That's man. still my home. Yeah, yeah. So, so being you know going from Florida DMV and then you know eventually coming to New York, you know what was your first introduction to the city? Were you even like thinking about like okay, I want to do you know something myself? Or were you just trying to like get in when you fit in here? Well, it might have been for my sister for real. Mm. You know, because my sister she's she's an um, designer as well. Okay. Um, shout out to um, her page, High Fatra. It's a sustainable um, fashion house. Uh, she makes like these recycling plastic bottles, um, turns them into bags. Like y'all gotta check that out. What's the name of it again? Just so for people. Oh, High Fatra. High Fatra. Check it out um, on the gram or whatever you know. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, she does that. You know. Yeah, my sister. Shout out to her. She's been like a big inspiration for me like doing this whole fashion thing you know what i'm saying like she was in it way before me and i always kind of looked up to her in that sense you know even just sort of you know for me one of the first things that i noticed sort of even prior to even like directly meeting you and just sort of seeing you around i, I think it was your glasses Oh, the three shades on yeah. them. The three shades on them. Hey. Yeah, because I because I think that is like a it's a it's a talking piece, but mm -hmm. I think it also has multiple layers of meaning. Okay. Um, that you don't have to necessarily explain it for people. Right, this right. This means this, but like, what was like some of your thoughts behind that? For those who know those glasses, a statement. Mm. Statement. It's a statement piece. Mm. So when you go home that next that day that night, you remember it was. That guy with the three glasses? <laughs> Yo, you remember that? Like, yeah. it's just memorable. Yeah. I want I want, I want, you to remember it. I want you to remember it. I want it to stay in your mind. And um, it's also the next time you see me, it, it turns into a conversation as well. It brings a conversation before you see me and it brings a conversation the next time you see me. Cause it's like, oh, wasn't you at that event? Mm -hmm. You're the guy that had the, 
Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I just back to the old statement pieces that I mentioned earlier. Like I just love making statements and um and also just bringing something that's not seen on the on a regular. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I just want to bring like new experiences for people. Yeah. And um yeah, that's pretty much the thing behind the glasses, you know, I don't really have no deeper meaning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like some people might think, like, like girls might be like, "Oh, did you wear that so two girls could come in each each shade or something like that?" Or, um, I don't know. It, it doesn't get too deep, and that's the crazy thing about it. Because sometimes people think that stuff is way deeper than what it is, mm. and you like you just do something, and it's like it's real light, but somebody will make it way deeper than what it is, but. That's still like one of the great things about art too as well. Like mm-hmm. you never really know. Or you could just know from the perspective that you have for it. You know, so yeah. Yeah, it's like you put it out into the universe and then the universe just receives it how it does. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I love that. Definitely. I love man. that. Definitely. So yeah, man, I feel like, you know, even from those glasses, I think that may have been a lot of people's first introduction into your brand even. Uh, which, you know, you probably weren't even may have not even been thinking at the time, but I feel like because of that look, you know, it sort of made people curious about the other things that you brought to the table as well. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, man, can you get into a little bit in terms of like how Overlook, you know, and, and your brand just in general, like began, like what was the inception? What was the first thought that made you do it? Overlook was just basically a feeling, really a feeling that, a feeling that I was putting hard work into certain things and feeling like that notoriety wasn't there. And it's not even that like a whining or oh my gosh my my work isn't going to notice type thing it was a all right you're gonna overlook me now i, I could turn up you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. now i'm gonna just it, it's just it's just um turning pain into power really you know what i'm saying like my core meaning behind overlook is really just to find a way to persevere through all obstacles you know what i'm saying like that's the message behind the brand and um i feel like a lot of people need that reinsurance on a regular just basically to fight through adversity and um despite what you're going through or despite um you putting all your effort putting all your hard work into something and feeling like it's not gonna go nowhere or just doubting yourself like just know that it's always it's always gonna be a way there's always gonna be a way you just gotta stay consistent and um just keep striving for it and don't worry about the timing of it don't worry that you know, people are noticing you right now. Don't worry that like your time isn't there or your time isn't coming. Don't worry about that. You just got to keep banging on that wall. Keep banging on that wall until eventually there's going to be a hole in that wall. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, don't worry about being overlooked. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I know some people like play around with the word a little like, don't overlook me and da da da. But it's like, I want you to overlook me because eventually you're going to see me. You know what I'm saying? Like you could ignore now, but you're going to see me later. You feel me? So that is basically like a motivation kind of statement as well you know what i'm saying it's like really it's it's, it's motivational for me and it's it's kind of motivational well i wanted to motivate other people as well because like we all need motivation man you all need motivation we all wake up sometimes with doubts we all wake up wake up with fears we all wake up with i don't know how how it's gonna work out but at the end of the day it's like you gotta find a way and you always will. And um, that's pretty much, you know, like the value behind, you know, Overlook or just basically like the meaning, you know what I'm saying? It's a message that I feel will live forever. It's a brand that will live forever. It's an emotion that will live forever. 
it's me personally so i feel like it's deeper than a brand like it's clothes but it's me first and it's an emotion first and it's emotion within all of us that we could all keep inside us forever you know what i'm saying so when you see overlook you can see all of that as well or matter of fact don't even see it feel it you gotta feel it first i want you to feel it you know what i'm saying so yeah first of all thank you for sharing that man like i feel like for me you know i sort of may have even sensed some of that meaning but just to even hear you share about it i feel like it just it just adds so much more uh like just understanding you know because i feel like you know people may you know be introduced to you through you know some sort of means or an interaction at an event or a party um but you know started to hear the the mindset behind the person you know because i feel like you know we we see you know sort of the positive energy being put out into the world right right but sometimes it's good to at least know where that positive energy originates you know and then usually it comes from a lot of overcoming you know a mm -hmm. lot of like you know dealing with you know struggle and being overlooked or even just being you know put into a category into a place where you are neglected right and right. i feel like you know sort of people may not even realize that about you know quote unquote positive people or positive energy per se mm -hmm. but it usually comes from a lot of pain Right, and, exactly. And it exactly. comes from a lot of, you know, having to go through a lot of struggles to then find that peace, to then give people that energy that, you know, you're giving people, man. Yeah, so that's real, yeah. man. That's real. Got to go through that rain to see that sunshine, baby. <laughs> Turn that pain into power, man. Turn mm. that pain into power. Mm. Don't let shit stop you. You know what I'm saying? Like, always believe. Always believe. That's what I'm about. That's what the brand is about. Always believe. Always strive. Um, no LeBron, but strive for greatness. Like, you know, these are their slogans or whatever, but that's real. That's real. And I feel like, shoot, for mine, it's got to find a way. Yeah. You know, what I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like despite what happens, you always got to find a way. Yeah. Find a way. Definitely, man. Wow. So, so yeah, man, I feel like, you know, I, I definitely want to talk about, you know, a lot of your, your recent work, like these presentations you've been putting on the runway shows. I feel like you're you're expanding people's minds of what's possible, mm -hmm. um, and you're just doing you're just doing you. You know, I don't even feel like you're putting too much overthought into it. I feel like you're putting in the, the right thought and just executing really, really well. Um, so, Thank you. so yeah, man, uh, can you can you even go into some of your recent uh, you know presentations that you've been putting on in the city? All right, so I did a season one last summer. Um, that was my first show I ever did. I was proud of myself for that one um, because when I before I did that show I was like because I used to always see like the New York Fashion Week and um, the shows that go on during then you know I'll post up outside I'll do the pictures do the little interviews and stuff like that but it's like it would never have like a ticket to go in and you know and you know I'll just be like outside talking to my friend like yo like I might as well throw my own shit you know what I'm saying like who knows when they're gonna quote unquote let you in and do a show here or or what they um or what they think is high fashion to let you in this show or um showcase something here so it's like fuck that i'm gonna go do my own show <laughs> and um so i had my season one show how was that experience it was amazing it was amazing it was much love in the building shout out to my model shout out to everybody that pulled up shout out to everybody that supported that 
but yeah it was great shoot y'all gotta check that out check it out um it's on youtube season one overlook show um it's on the page as well overlook um and then i had my season two show like a few months ago maybe like three months ago mm-hmm. um that that was that might have been even a, a better turnout like i feel like it might have um expanded like well the brand definitely been expanding like through the years but i feel like more people knew about the brand and more people knew about i guess the show then so it was more people and i feel like the show was just overall better because the pieces that i had i felt like my pieces kind of leveled up from my season one show so yeah i i really you know would hope you know people would even see like the clips that are still online of, of that show um, partially because it's it's not only the the runway show itself that was amazing it was also the the energy of the audience and sort of how everyone was sort of engaged in experiencing what you created now I, I don't know if you were able to see it because you may have been behind the scenes uh, but just to hear people's sort of reaction to some of your pieces was was great man i feel like that's sort of a part of the the fashion experience that you're building is not just a, a one-way monologue it's a it's a conversation with your audience with the people that you're creating these pieces for and with mm. um so yeah man just to, to see how people are, are genuinely excited you know i feel like you know you go to a lot of events or shows and things like that but sometimes rare to hear genuine excitement from people mm. and when you're able to capture that energy um, that's special, man. I feel like you're you're able to do that because people see that it's coming from a real place. You know, they see that your work is coming from a real place, so that right. you know when they react to it, it's it's from a real place. You know, so right. so yeah, man. So did you did you even like see or hear people reacting to some of your pieces, man? Um, it was so hectic backstage. <laughs> I wasn't even trying to pay attention to what was going on out there. Really, I mean, I knew from my own perspective, like. I knew like maybe the crowd might do this or that from when it, when they're walking when the models were walking out like I was like this piece here like if it walks out I'll be like I know they're gonna go like crazy <laughs> over this piece like one more piece to just talk about kind of specifically um, it was one that said he had a hoodie on it said about a week ago and it had like the whole the whole mannequin body coming out of his book bag like I knew they was gonna go crazy on that one. <laughs> And I did, like I heard it backstage, I heard it backstage. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then another, I guess, part of the show that I, I remember kind of vividly was when um, I had the last model stand out there and I was telling them like, that piece was inspired by where I was from, Daytona Beach. And it's crazy cause I had like three friends from Daytona Beach that I didn't even know was in New York. So I just heard them in the background like, 386, yeah, Daytona, Daytona. I was like, oh shit, I didn't even know you was here. And they like the only people that like, cause it said um, like Daytona 500, which right. is, you know, where the racetracks and stuff are in Daytona. Yeah. I had let the last model stand out there for a second mm-hmm. before I went, um, before he went back in. Um, but yeah, they was like Daytona, Daytona, and I was like, oh, somebody else in here know about Daytona. And it was crazy because I haven't seen them in years, right, years, right. like since it was like super young, super yeah, young. Yeah. I'll say jits, as we'll say um, down south. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if you're young, but but yeah, that that was another great experience right there. Just right. walking out, and, you know, just having that last appall was just it was great. Yeah, man. And, and it's, just, it's genuine, man. I feel like you're, you're creating a, a genuine feeling for people now. 
so yeah, man, I, I'm excited to see how you continue just to develop that story um, with your pieces, man. So do you feel like you incorporate those different things a part of your life into some of the pieces, like some things that you may only realize and some things people are, you know, meant to know? Um, yeah, yeah, I do. Like some, there's some like subliminal messages and some of the stuff that I do that I still just leave it open mm -hmm. to, for other people to have their own perspective on it. And I have mine. I, I like to leave it that way yeah. at times. But sometimes it's okay to let people know as well because I feel like a story, like people like to hear stories sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And people want to kind of see if their perspective was the same as mine and like, oh, we was probably on the same page. Yeah. Like that's, I feel like that part is cool um, to share and the other part is cool as well if it's not said at all. Mm -hmm. So I, I love like I love the way it works in both ways. Mm -hmm. So that's like a part of art that I love as well. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes it can be explained. Sometimes it doesn't need to be explained. It mm -hmm. speaks for itself. But um, within the pieces, some of the stuff, it kind of spoke for itself. A lot of stuff just spoke for itself yeah. and how you seen it. That's just basically what it was. Yeah. And other things, you know, I, I might have just had my own perspective on it. But yeah. That's real, man. Well, how can people find out about what you're going to be doing next? Uh, just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Most of my stuff be on the gram, you know. That's the main source right there, you know. Um, Overlook on the gram is the brand's page. Ali, the creator, right here on the mic. Um, But yeah, um, I think I'm going to do a season each year. So I did my season two this year. So we'll see about season three uh, next year, 2020. Yo, man, I really want to say thank you, man. I feel like, you know, it's, it's just great to be able to, to speak with you now. I feel like, you know, we've been even thinking about doing this before. Um, but just now, I think, you know, just to see what you've been able to do since we, you know, first connected. You know, it's just, it's just great to see how you've been leveling up on your own, man, and just doing it your own way. And yes, sir. It's really, really respectable, man. So continue, it. continue to do it your own way, man. Definitely. Appreciate it. We'll do. We'll do. Absolutely. That's the only way to do it. There's too many other people out here with their own ideas. So why not have your own mm. and put your own out there? So I'm Taj Alexander with my boy here. Ali, the creator. <laughs> and we out. Peace. To find out more about The Open Canvas, hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also stay tuned to our Instagram, at The Open Canvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, taj, T-A-J, dot opencanvas at gmail.com. This has been The Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander.